Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I am so excited to be back. Can I just say, holy crap, I have received so much love. You guys don't even understand. I have received so many messages from my friends, my family, and even some of my teachers telling me how much they loved the first episode how much it was inspiring to them and others and how people can relate and blah, blah, blah. And it made me like the biggest smile. You have no idea. Like it was such a heartwarming moment for me. Like, oh my gosh, I was, I'm so happy. It's awesome. And I'm so glad that people are loving it. And I'm very, very thankful for my listeners and my supporters because that means so much to me. You guys have no idea. I was so nervous about releasing the first episode considering I have never podcasted in my life and I'm still a work in progress. I also received a DM, a couple DMs actually, saying that people were so impressed by my microphone and the way things sounded, which was such a relief because I am still learning how to use it and I was so afraid that my episode was going to sound awful and I'm just so glad that people enjoyed it, and I am so excited to continue this podcast and make more. And here we are. So to jump right into things, today's topic is very, very relevant, especially as we are creeping into December, January, the colder months. I, as you know from the title, want to talk about seasonal depression just because right now I think that is one of the most important things that need to be addressed, and I feel like isn't always as talked about. As it gets dark out at 4 p.m. and when we wake up it's pitch black, I have talked to my friends who have struggled with seasonal depression and myself and things feel kind of hopeless. You know, when you have to go through day to day and it's cold outside, it's dark and gloomy and almost has that slow feeling things feel very, you feel very unmotivated to kind of go through your day. You feel fatigued and just kind of sad almost. And I had some requests to talk about coping mechanisms, which I will get into later in this episode. And just people wanted me to touch on seasonal depression because it's such a real thing that not only adults go through, but us teenagers. I think seasonal depression is so hard, especially as we are trying to get through finals and midterms and just all of the work that school brings on, as well as extracurricular activities. And it's just kind of a stressful thing. Um, Actually, I did some research before this, and 20% of people who have depression are affected more by seasonal depression, which is crazy to think about because... It doesn't seem like a lot, but that is a really big difference. Seasonal depression is just such a hard thing to kind of go through because it almost sneaks up on you out of nowhere. And it's really hard to find motivation and kind of that urge to continue going from day to day. It almost seems like every day is the same to me. At least that's how I've seen it when I struggle with seasonal depression. That's once again, that's just my viewpoint. It's different for everybody. It almost just seems like every day is the same. Like I wake up and it's pitch black outside. I have to go to school, do all this work. I come home, it's cold out, and then it's dark again. 
and the cycle just continues and continues and continues and this is not the best seeing how I've struggled with depression in the past so it just kind of adds on to things and I know others can relate and it's just really hard and I think it also kind of affects it's a little bit more affected with the stress of the holidays and stuff I actually am planning on doing a separate episode on depression, anxiety, mental mental health regarding holidays. Um, that is an episode I have planned, so stay tuned for that. And I will dive more into the, you know, Christmas, struggling with this and that as we move on. Um, seasonal depression has more symptoms than just feeling hopelessness and like every day is repeating itself. I know it's kind of... You feel exhausted mentally and physically. It's so tiring and it just really, really, it just brings you down so much. Also, I was also doing, as I said it before, I was doing research and I actually found out that anger is one of the most major symptoms of seasonal depression, which I guess I've never thought of before, but it's so true. I think after a while, after feeling so tired and, you know, just restless that it causes anger. You're sick of doing the same thing over and over again. You're sick of it being dark, like 4 p.m. And it just really, really takes a toll on your well-being and how you look at things. I know with seasonal depression, people feel unmotivated to do schoolwork. Or get physical activity. I know the last thing I want to do right now is go to the gym when it's freezing out and pitch black by the time I get out. Especially after spending a full day at school. I'm just exhausted mentally and physically and I don't want to do that. It's really hard to, you know, have a good sleep schedule. And, or maybe you're sleeping too much. It's just this weird, unbalanced thing that is really hard to kind of cope with and manage. Another thing that seasonal depression does for others is, like I said before, brings down energy, but also brings down self-esteem. It brings a toll on a lot of people, you know, whether that's mentally or how they view themselves. Seasonal depression really affects that. And it's important to remember that no matter what you're struggling with, you're human and that's normal. It's so hard to forget that. You know, sometimes, and this just doesn't have to just apply for seasonal depression. This can go for literally anything. When you're struggling with something day in and day out, it tends to feel, you feel very alienated. You feel alone. You feel uncomfortable. You feel isolated. And I think seasonal depression really amplifies that, in my opinion at least, in what I've gone through. It almost makes you want to feel, like it makes you feel like you don't want to, go out you don't have the energy to hang out with friends you just want to be alone and that's not good I know you know being mentally exhausted the last thing you want to do is go out and party with friends go ice skating go to your study group whatever and I think that plays a role in your self-esteem as well it's really hard to cope And when you feel alienated, you feel like you have no one to talk to and the cycle just sort of repeats itself. And I guess that's how I would describe seasonal depression for at least what I've experienced. I know this is different for everybody and everyone's opinions may vary, but 
that's just kind of the whole gist on what I have and the whole take I have on seasonal depression. Um, I guess another thing to say, when being isolated, it's really hard to seek help. You know, it's like, okay, well, I can't control the weather, so, you know, I'm just going to have to kind of deal with this and just kind of feel miserable until spring comes, which for me in last January and February were probably the worst months of my life. I think February was my lowest month ever. I I was at rock bottom, basically. And I just was kind of like, you know... It was, it was depression and seasonal depression, like, mixed together. I didn't really know how bad I was struggling at the time, so I was just like, I don't really need help, you know. It's just the weather. You know, once spring comes, I'm going to be fine, which, you know, wasn't really the case. But being February break was just so hard. I didn't want to hang out with anybody at all. I didn't want to speak to my friends. I didn't want to put myself through social interaction. This isn't because I don't like my friends or because, you know, something happened in the past or there was drama or anything. None of that. No, not at all. That wasn't the case at all. It was just me. I was just so fatigued day in and day out that I just physically couldn't get myself to do that. And, you know, hanging out with friends and family is good. You need that interaction. So I didn't think it was okay to seek help because I thought what I was going through was normal. And I, you know, I felt kind of alone and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be fine. Luckily for me, though, as those months increased, I started therapy, which was the best thing that I could have ever done, ever. I love my therapist, Tina, if you're listening. I love you. Um, She's my bestie. <laughs> but yeah, that helped with my seasonal depression and just my depression and anxiety in general, so much. But I realized that all of that stuff really started to flare up when it was cold outside, when it was dark outside. And I think that affects people so much more. Um, one of the things my therapist actually recommended me was to get a sun lamp. Um, I don't know if you've seen them before. They're on Amazon. And they're like these lamps that you plug in and they project onto your wall or your ceiling or wherever in your room. And it's like this warm, orangey, red, vibrant projector almost. And my therapist was like, I think you should look into that. And I actually have been. I've been scrolling on Amazon trying to find a good one. And basically, they just kind of make your room feel like it's summery almost. Like the sun is out in your room, which can be really comforting for most people especially as, like I've said a hundred times so far in this episode, that the sun sets at like 3.30 p.m. It's so annoying, but that is something, if you are a type of person who really struggles with seasonal depression, I would look into getting a sun lamp if you can. They're on Amazon. I can even post a link on my Instagram if you're really interested. I think that's a really good idea, and it's kind of cool, too kind of jazz up your room as well. I think that'd be kind of fun. And I think that's such a, it's a different idea and I really like it. With the whole feeling, hopelessness feeling, I know how hard it is to do such simple things. Simple things when coping with depression and anxiety or whatever 
can feel impossible. The little things such as brushing your teeth, journaling, meditating, doing schoolwork can feel like the most hardest thing. It feels impossible, basically. Sometimes you are so hopeless and lack motivation that you can't even get yourself to do it. So something that I think is super important when we get into these cold months where seasonal depression is more likely to flare up is to try your best to do the most simplistic things that won't bring down your energy. I'm not saying spend your whole day meditating, journaling, doing self-care, going to the gym, cooking yourself a meal. I think in the winter months, we need to take slow steps at a time, especially if you're in a dark place. I think you need to take one step at a time, forcing yourself to do all of this stuff at once can really, really drag you down. And you're like, well, how can that drag you down if these things are supposed to be quote unquote helpful? Forcing yourself and exerting all of that energy to really like dig deep into your physical and mental health can be take it can be really hard and painful sometimes. So don't wear yourself out at once. Take it one step at a time. And this applies for anything. You know, maybe you're struggling with your depression in the winter. Maybe once a week journal. Not every day. Not every second. Because that can be exhausting, especially if you're struggling mentally. It's so hard. And then you're just forcing yourself to do something that's making you uncomfortable and tired, which you don't need already. Um, you know, maybe set certain times for things. Maybe, okay, at 4 o'clock every day, I am going to meditate for 15 minutes. Don't try and sit there and meditate for a whole hour if you're not ready. Don't try and force yourself to go to the gym every morning at 6 a.m. if you're not mentally in the right spot. Yes, it's important to move your body. Yes, it's important to do these things. But don't wear yourself out. Because you're only going to make things worse. And I know there's a lot of pressure on, you know, being the it girl and, you know, having the perfect workout routine and just the mental state. And I know how that can really bring your self-esteem down, especially in the wintertime. But you can't force yourself to do things that are going to make you even more exhausted. It's not ethical and it doesn't even make sense. Just because, you know, this one girl that you know can go to the gym every day doesn't mean you have to if it's going to take a toll on you. You know, coping skills and things like that, staying on track, exercising, eating well, those are great things to do. But pushing yourself too much can send you right into the deep end again, which is the last thing that I know you want to do. It's just you don't need that. Another important thing to do, if you are on any antidepressants or medication, It's so important to stay on track with your meds, regardless of what they're for. It sometimes when you reach rock bottom, you are just like, okay, you know, I'm the seasonal depression is just getting to me. What's the point? I don't want to take them, blah, 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 things like that. Those thoughts are pretty common for people who struggle with seasonal depression and depression or any mental health disorder in general. It is so important to take your meds whenever you're supposed to, whatever scheduled time. You know, log yourself, have a parental guide you and make sure you are. If you don't, you're just going to, it's just going to make things worse. And trust me, that's the last thing you need. 
So maybe have a trusted adult or someone check up with you, make sure you're doing the right thing, keeping yourself on track. I think that's something that is super important to remember besides coping skills. Keeping up and, you know, regulating your medication is great. And if you're struggling with that, maybe talk to a doctor, something like that. But I just want to get that out there because that's really important too. Um, I think if you're struggling with depression in general too, I know for me at least, maybe not, the winter months for me are kind of like the times I go into hibernation. That's how I picture it. Like I go into hibernation and I isolate myself, which isolation can be a great thing sometimes. Sometimes you just kind of need to be alone and face your, you know, your face, your thoughts or whatever, or your battles, whatever you're going through, which can be so painful. It, it's the worst. Sometimes it can really, really suck. But sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes only you can fix whatever issues going on or cope with whatever issues going on. And that's great. That's awesome. But there are other times where you might need to talk to a friend about something or a family member or a professional, whoever. And that's when isolating yourself isn't okay. It's like I was saying before with the whole exercise thing, meditation, journaling, don't force yourself into something you're not ready for. If you are struggling mentally and you decide, okay, I need some social interaction. Let's go to a giant party this weekend. That's not going to help you. You know, you got to take it one step at a time, slowly ease yourself into getting, you know, your social life back or slowly easing yourself out of the whole isolation. You know, maybe go grab a coffee with a friend. Go for a walk if it's not too freezing cold out. Go ice skating with maybe one or two friends. You know, don't force yourself into something that you just can't handle right now because that's not going to help anybody. You know, sometimes isolation is needed. Other times it's not. And it's really hard to kind of figure out when I need to be alone and when I need to be with friends. I just think that's something that you kind of learn as you grow. And I think especially in the winter, wintry, cold months, it's important to stay connected to people who you can trust and who you know are uplifting. I know when I'm feeling upset, the first thing I want to do is just go on my bed alone and just kind of isolate myself and, you know, wallow in my own self. But, you know, sometimes it's so important to FaceTime a friend, get a couple laughs out, you know, goof around. It can feel really good and it can really help. Trust me, it's hard sometimes. I know that. But I think it's worth it in the long run. And if your friend is a real friend, they're going to want to help you too. They might be struggling something similar. You never know. So reaching out is good if you, you know, are at that point where you can. So another thing that I wanted to talk about was listening to your body when you are depressed or in the winter months, you know, sometimes you are tired. And if you're so tired, don't force yourself to go for a run at the gym or bench press or get those gains. Like, you know, I think exercising is a really, really good coping mechanism to do in practice. You know, sometimes when I'm feeling down, all I want to do is just run it out. 
and that's great. But if you're not ready and you don't feel like it, then don't do it. Journaling is another good thing. I know these are like the cliche things and you're probably like, oh my gosh, seriously, journaling? Are you kidding me? Like, okay, we get it. Move on. Journaling is actually can be really helpful. Sometimes it can, sometimes it can't. It can't, you know, everyone varies. Everyone is different. Um, sometimes writing your thoughts onto a page, just kind of getting it out is really, really helpful, especially if you're really struggling with your emotions. Emotions can get so confusing sometimes. So I think writing it out is really helpful. I found it to be sometimes, or even, you know, past issues or things you're worried about, things that are bothering you, write them out. You also don't have to journal about negative things too. You can always talk about positives such as goals you want to set or things that you want to slowly improve in your day-to-day life. Maybe you want to work on your skincare more or maybe you want to improve your style and go shopping or something like that. So it doesn't always have to be negative, which is something important to remember. You know, there are a lot of negatives in life, but there are also a lot of positives too. Um, Sleep is another one. My therapist actually had a whole conversation with me about this. She's like, are you getting enough sleep? You need sleep. Even if that one movie is on Netflix that you really want to watch and it's like 11 o'clock, you should go to bed. It's so important to get a good night's sleep. That way it can kind of help with the fatigue and the sadness and stuff like that. I think sleeping and getting a good good night's rest is really helpful for your mental state and you and your physical too. It also might help you in school and whatever you need to get done. It'll just maybe help with the productiveness and just make you feel a little bit better. Sleep is good. Sleep is your friend. That is like one of the best things. Um, with that too, I think it's, it's really important to just listen to your body and do what your body needs. You know, if you're up for doing this, then do it. And if you're not, then don't. You know, don't try and force yourself into something. With seasonal depression too, it's also kind of a good thing to look forward to certain upcoming events. You know, maybe to get yourself out of bed, you think about Christmas, right? Christmas is one of the most fun times of the year. Maybe you're really struggling and you're like, okay, you know what? I only have to go to school, what, a week and a half more, three more weeks, two more weeks, however however long it is until then just depends on you know when you're thinking this but you know maybe you look forward to certain things I actually am going to see Billie Eilish in concert in February so I know that's something that's going to keep me going I also think too after holidays it's super super easy to fall into that seasonal depression I know last year after Christmas was done I had nothing to look forward to and that just caused me it just caused me into a spiral almost. I feel like Christmas is kind of what keeps us going or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate. And once it was over, I was just kind of like, okay, now what? And then the days just kept going on and on and on. And I had nothing exciting, to, excited to look forward to, which did not help me. So I think finding the little things to look forward to is good too. You know, looking forward to Christmas is great, but maybe you're excited at the end of the week or going sledding with your friends or you're going to see a movie. You know, you got to keep yourself engaged with those activities, even if they're not a huge holiday or a big event. You know, certain things like, oh, this book I've been excited for is coming out, you know, in Barnes & Noble. 
Like, I'm so excited to get that. Or my mom and I are going shopping over the weekend. You know, things like that to look forward to can kind of help you keep going. So, yeah, that's another important thing I wanted to talk about. I also want to talk about in a separate episode, New Year's. I feel like New Year's is such, like, it's just such a, it's a big topic, whether you realize it or not. I think that after New Year's, and I was talking to my friend about this, we were like both like, yeah, once New Year's hit, things really started to go downhill. I feel like January and February kind of just bleak. Like, there's nothing really exciting in those months, so I think it's really easy for your seasonal depression to kind of creep back, creep back in, or start up again, or whatever. So like I was saying, it's good to really practice your coping mechanisms during those months. Look forward to small things. Listen to your body and work on your self-esteem. You know, don't try and isolate yourself every second or feel alienated. Everyone struggles whether you know it or not. And, you know, sometimes you need to be isolated, but sometimes it's important to get out with friends, even if it's hard, even if it's kind of painful to do. I think in the winter months, our social levels really take a toll as well. So don't feel alone if you're struggling with that. You know, everyone's social levels vary throughout the year, but seasonal depression doesn't help. So, so yeah. And yeah, look forward to things and just kind of keep your head up. Like you've made it this far. Just keep going. Like you've got this. You, you know, even if, even if you're at your lowest, you can only go up. So that's super important to remember, too. And you're not alone. It's so okay to seek help. You know, I talked to my mom in February, and I was like, hey, mom, I think I'm struggling with depression and anxiety. I really want to go to the doctors and talk to them. And I did, and I got prescribed medicine and diagnosed with certain things. My doctor was like, hey, we're going to send you some links for different therapists you can look into, you and your mom, blah, 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 you and your family. We did. And I found Tina. And ever since then, you know, I've been slowly working on myself and things have been getting better. So it is, it's really scary to ask for help. It is, I was very nervous to talk to my mom about it, even though there was no need for me to be nervous. And it only went up from there. So that is one of the best things you can do. And if you are in a situation where you don't really feel like you have a trustworthy relationship with your parents or your friends or whatever, just try and find, you know, an adult you can trust and ask for help because it goes a long way. Trust me, it really does. And yeah, I think also a good interaction too is even with your therapist. If you have one, that's great. Maybe you need to schedule more appointments with her over the winter months if you struggle with seasonal depression. That's okay with it. Like that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with you if you need to have a couple more sessions a week than normal. I know I always look forward to talking to my therapist. It is something that I just love and it helps me so much. And I hope if you have a therapist, you know, it helps you too. It's a great thing. Therapy is awesome. So don't feel alienated if you need to do that because it's okay. I promise you. <laughs> um... With the whole self-esteem thing, it's important to try and stay healthy through the winter months, but don't put so much pressure on yourself to eat the perfect diet, you know, work out, like that can cause so many other issues and so much more stress that you just don't need, you know, 
Christmas cookies are coming. (laughs) New Year's Eve parties are coming with lots of goodies and treats. So don't, you know, try and avoid those things just because, you know, oh, I'm perfectly healthy, then my mental state is going to be perfect. No, you need to do things in moderation. But, you know, it's good to move your body every once in a while. It, you know, helps kind of relieve some of the stress and anxiety that you're having if you're struggling with. So don't, you know, restrict yourself for fun things. Just because you're struggling with this doesn't mean you can't enjoy a sugar cookie. And we make homemade sugar cookies. Let me tell you, they're so good. Are you a gingerbread or a sugar cookie sugar cookie kind of person? Let me know. <laughs> but yeah, I just think listening to your body, fueling your body is so important. You need energy. You need sleep. Certain things like listening to music too, listening to podcasts. <laughs> can be really helpful too to distract your mind or you know kind of just relax simple things like that can go such a long way and same with reading too you know watching your favorite movie stuff like that can be really really helpful so yeah that's kind of what I've got for the whole spiel I hope that you can find this episode a little helpful I hope you can relate in a way Remember that a lot of people struggle with seasonal depression. And maybe you knew that, maybe you didn't, but it's important to keep that in mind if you're struggling too. You know, it is a common thing. It really is. And it doesn't seem like it, but it is. Some people hide it, some people show it. You know, that's, you know, what I was saying in my last episode. You can't judge anybody. So you never know. So don't feel alone if you're struggling too. You know, stay on track with your meds, journal, do what feels right for you. And hopefully the cold months will seem a little bit brighter. Also, if you're really struggling, I would look into getting that sun lamp that I was talking about. You can find it on Amazon. I'm sure you can find it elsewhere too, but I think they might even have them at Target. I'm not sure. Don't take my word. Don't take my word on that. But but yeah, I would look into that too. Because I think that's really cool. (laughs) That was suggested by Tina, guys. Tina is my therapist. You will hear me mention her a lot. Tina, love that girl. Anyways, (laughs) with that being said, I think I'm going to wrap up this episode. But I really wanted to talk about this because this is such a relevant and ongoing topic. And seasonal depression does just not last in December. It can start in November, October. It can last all the way to January, February, March, you know list goes on. So don't deprive yourself from things that you need. Take it one step at a time. You know, don't force yourself into something you're not ready for and that'll take a toll on your mental health. Reach out if you need it. Isolate and confide in yourself if you need it. That's also important too. You know, you understand your body and your brain the best. No one else can. So do what you need to do, not what your friend tells you you should do. That's really important. But yeah, you're going to be okay and you're going to make it through. And my DMs are always open too. And I think that pretty much wraps everything up. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, thank you so much for the support. I have received so much love for my first episode and I hope that this one can touch you in the same way, help a little bit. Remember, I'm a teenager who struggles with these things too, which might feel a little bit comforting. So I'm still trying to, you know, learn and guide my way through this too. But this is what I've learned so far. 
over the years and I want to pass down what I've learned to you guys because it might help. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If it does, it does. And I'm happy if it does. So yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening and you will get through it and I wish you all the best.